Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Franz Schaller. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 138 of Switchcraft is brought to you by the NES Archive. Head on over to youtube.com slash run jump stomp and there you're going to find videos that I'm making all about the games that were released on the North American Nintendo Entertainment System. I'm going through them chronologically and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So make sure that you go over to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp and subscribe. That way you get notifications when a new video comes out. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern on Tuesday, Thursday, and apparently today on Saturday at 1.55 p.m., Whenever I can get around to it, really, make sure that you tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or thanks to Kodiak Moonwolf, you can also just head to runjumpstomp.stream, and it'll take you there, too. Uh, the following people have joined me here in chat to talk to me while I'm recording the show. We've got Kodiak Moonwolf, as I already said, uh, Vaxer is here, Aerslia, Hopple, Joel Mead 24, Like Jet Ski, Mikey B playing, Mr. Dippy Pudding, and TF Wagner, along with the Lurkers. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Now, before we get started with the show, there is something that I need to make sure that I mention, and that's that while there will be an episode on, uh, I forgot the date, on Saturday the 3rd, it won't be a live episode because I'm going out of town. I have to go to a conference uh, where we're we're doing planning stuff for a conference that I'm actually going to be uh, like what's uh, facilitating uh, in the future. So I'm going to be out of town on that day, and uh, I'm not sure when I'm going to record Sunday's ep- or Saturday's episode, but I will find a way. I will find a time to do that. Uh, so. Uh, I won't be here at uh, at the live stream that day. But thank you guys for hanging out with me. Let's uh, let's hit the, some emails. I got a whole bunch of emails from you guys. I really appreciate it. Yes, TF Wagner, that's where I will be. All right, uh, Scott wrote in. They said a game I would like to see on the Switch that doesn't get talked about any is Tomb Raider. Um, they said Tomb Raider Anniversary on Wii was a great game, especially for those of us that never played the original. I'm one of those people that never played the original. I, I probably tried it for maybe five minutes or something because a friend had it on their PS1, but I was much more into Final Fantasy VII, so I didn't really play um, Tomb Raider very much. Uh, it wasn't my kind of game at the time. Um, going back to what they were saying, they said, sure, there was the occasional waggle silliness that plagued many Wii games, but aside from that, it was fun, immersive experience that was executed well, and in my opinion, was a hidden, unsung gem despite getting great reviews. Um, I agree. I think that would be fantastic for a, 
uh, Tomb Raider game, especially like a collection pack where it has all of the original Tomb Raider games to be released on the Switch, probably alongside with the Tomb Raider game that rebooted the franchise. And that one was just called Tomb Raider. But I would really like to see that one brought to the Switch. Now, the one that came out, I think it was last year for the PS4 and Xbox One, that's going to be a little tougher to port to the Switch because, uh, you know, that uses all that new hardware. And, uh, you know, the Switch is a lot less powerful than those. And again, it's a Square Enix game. And because it's a Square Enix game, I'm pretty sure that they used a... And I, I'm just shooting uh, shooting from the hip here. I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure that they used a proprietary engine, which means it's a lot of work to port it. And it's not something that's easily done. Um, let's go back to the email and see what else they said. They said, as a Zelda fan, the perpetual dungeon experience really resonated with my gaming tastes. And considering so many other Zelda fans complain about the lack of dungeons quotes uh in breath of the wild i imagine they're they too enjoy a puzzle solving experience that is 100 dungeon exploring and discovery as for which tomb raider assuming there's a port of an existing game i can't say i am exclusively loyal to nintendo tomb raider anniversary is the only one that i've played so far most seem to have gotten decent enough reviews though Perhaps open it up to your listeners. Which Tomb Raiders? And here we go. He's telling me to tell you guys to write in and let me know what you want. Which Tomb Raider game would you like to see ported to the Switch? I'm itching for an HD and portable Tomb Raider adventure. Scott. Scott, that is a great idea. And I totally agree with you. Um, I kind of already said everything I needed to say about it. But but I want to play Tomb Raider on the Switch. And so write in and let me know which ones you guys want to see. Uh, Jeremy also wrote in. They said, good morning, Bill. Well, it's 2 p.m. right now, but I bet you it was morning when you wrote it, Jeremy. Uh, They said, I had a quick question for you. I recently bought a game because there was so much hype around it. And some consider it one of the best games of all time. So I bought it and completed it. And it just wasn't for me. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate on the chat. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Guys, sharpen your pitchforks. Break out your torches. He's in Portland. All right, this is Jeremy. All right, get ready to find him. Uh, He said it was The Last of Us Remastered. So he didn't like that game. He said it wasn't for him. Uh, And he went on to say, I was wondering if this had ever happened to you, if there was a game that was so highly praised, but it just was not for you. Thanks again for the quality work, great work, Jeremy in Portland. All right, Jeremy, well... Look out your curtains real quick and just make sure that nobody's coming after you after having said that. Now, I have to look out my windows because I never played The Last of Us. And I know a lot of people have said that that's a fantastic game. I just haven't gotten around to it. Now, a game that a lot of people liked that I didn't like. Usually, that's not the case. But, you know, and and you didn't even say that you didn't like the game. You just said it wasn't for you. In fact, you finished it. You've gone further than I probably would. I don't finish most games. I get distracted by some new shiny thing, and I'm like, ooh. Uh, so a game that, that I would say that, that turned out to not be for me that a lot of people really liked, and let's get out our... Our pitchforks and our torches. People are going to be mad at me when I say this, but Mario plus Rabbids. Now, 
objective, uh, subjectively or objectively? I can't remember which. I'm going to say objectively. I can look at the game and say objectively, it is an exceedingly good game. It's well-crafted. It feels like something that Nintendo would do. And you would think that the fact that I really enjoyed games like Shining Force, games like XCOM, that I would love um, Mario plus Rabbids. And you would not be wrong. I thought it was a pretty good game, but it didn't hold my attention. I can't figure out why it didn't hold my attention, but once I started playing some other game, I never went back to it. And there's been a couple times where I've like looked at it in the, like I've got it in my Switch case, and I've looked at it, and I'm like, well, maybe maybe I should give it another shot. Nah, I'll just play something else instead. And I think that you can objectively see that something is a good game while at the same time not wanting to play it. And I think that that's something is definitely true for me for Mario plus Rabbids. So that's that's my confession. Now I'm going to go make sure that people aren't coming after me with the pitchforks and the torches. But I know a lot of people love that game and it just I just didn't love it. It just... I thought it was very, very well made, but I just didn't want to play it anymore. All right. Paul also, we'll try that again. Paul also wrote in, uh, they said, hi, in answer to your question about whether or not Fortnite should be ported over to the Switch, my answer is a definite yes, exclamation point. I have it installed on our Xbox One upstairs, but trying to find a good time when my son isn't playing on that console is difficult. If I could just kick back on the sofa with Fortnite on the Switch, that would be awesome. I'd be happy for the graphics to be slightly downgraded for the Switch if necessary. Thanks for the great podcast, Paul in the UK. Well, that, that's, a, that's a good point, being able to play it. My, my one concern uh, that I didn't really think of last time is Nintendo has... Uh, a lot of people have said that the Wi-Fi chip on the Switch is not the best... Uh, Wi-Fi chip. I, I really don't run into it very much because I usually play, whenever I'm playing online games, I'm usually docked and I'm using Ethernet instead of Wi-Fi. Uh, so I don't have to worry about that. But I can imagine you if you were trying to play that in handheld, that you would get enough lag that it would make playing a shooter, an, like an online shooter, it would make it a little more difficult. You know, playing Splatoon is a little different. The aiming isn't nearly as as big a deal as it is in other shooters because and, and Fortnite feels like it's a, it's a pretty precise shooter you got to make sure that you're right on the ball with that um boy I, I don't I don't know if it would work but if they bring it I'm sure that there's going to be a whole lot of people that buy it because being able to take your um your switch someplace and everybody gets out there their uh, switches sets them down like in a Nintendo commercial uh, all next to each other and they all have their joy cons in their hands uh, and they're playing Fortnite together that's kind of cool that's something that's compelling and uh, that's something that I would like to see I don't know though I I, I just don't think that they would do a good job porting it I worry that it would be a hastily made port but you know what I would be happy to be wrong Julian Sharp tweeted at me. If you want to tweet at me, you can just use at run jump stomp to do so. And they said, hello, Bill. Another great listen. Thanks. 
Uh, a game I would love to see on the Switch is a new skate game. Uh, I think it would be a great fit for the Switch. What do you think? HD Rumble could be used to great effect for the grinds, slides, and slams. That is a really, really off-the-wall um, suggestion. I've heard nobody mention skate, and skate is really cool. I don't really care for skateboarding games, uh, but I remember when skate came out on the 360. A buddy of mine brought it over, and I played it. And I was really impressed at the way that it played. I thought I really liked the super low camera angle where you were looking at the skateboard and not so much the skater. And I thought that, that was really cool. And I loved the way that the controls were. I would really like to see uh, some kind of use the the gyroscopes in the in the Joy Cons in order to balance while you're um, doing a grind or a slide or something like that. I think that would be awesome. Uh, not, not too much, just a, just a touch, just a tiny little bit, just a smidge, just a pinch of, of gyroscope controls. All right. Don't make, don't go full on Wii on us, but I would love to see just a little tiny bit of gyroscope controls. And you are absolutely right. HD rumble would be awesome on a game like skate. Uh, it's like, you could have different trucks and different wheels on your skateboard. And as you upgraded them, it would make the HD rumble feel different. I think that would be really awesome. Uh, so Julian, that's a fantastic idea. Uh, other ways that you can get a hold of me, uh, you can do two six zero run jump. That's two six zero seven eight six fifty eight sixty seven. That's my phone number. You can call and leave a voicemail, and of course, you can join our Discord and talk to the fantastic people there at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. The Legend of Zelda continues. Defeat your enemies and save the kingdom. Beware. Beware. Okay, we've got three news stories to talk about today, and they're all pretty quick, so I'm going to go pretty fast, and I want to just thank everybody for the feedback that you sent. Uh, it really it really does make uh, the show so much more fun for me. Uh, let's jump into the first story, and that is that there's a new Splatfest coming. This one's coming to Japan. Uh, now, right now, there's no... I don't have any idea... If it's going to be the same in other regions, I checked um, at Nintendo Versus on Twitter and they hadn't mentioned anything about it. So, so far, it's just Splatoon Japan tweeting about it. And you can see the link in the show notes. But it is Champion versus Challenger, which is pretty cool. I, I, I like the idea. I feel like this is going to be one of those Splatfests where it's completely one-sided. Everybody's going to be picking Challenger instead of Champion. And uh, that, that kind of bugs me when they when they do things that are very, very one-sided. Now, I can't remember the last Splatfest, but I did play it, and it felt very even, very, very balanced. It, it was, um, I can't remember what the two sides were, but I was on one side. Oh, it was action versus comedy, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And I was always against somebody from the other side. And this is the first time that I did a Splatfest where I was always against somebody from the other side. Now, another thing that changed with that last Splatfest 
is that that was a cross-region Splatfest. So all three of the regions, the Japan region, the European region, and the North American region, we, we all had the same Splatfest. And I'm not sure if that's why uh, it was it felt balanced. And I'm not sure if maybe it's because the, the categories were just evenly balanced. I'm not sure. But it's always more fun when you're doing the Splatfest and you're playing against people from the other team. And every time that I've done the Splatfest before the action versus comedy one, I was always fighting people from my own team. And I just hated that. It took almost all of the fun out of it. Um, because it felt like everything that I was doing didn't matter. It didn't matter if I won or lost. And so uh, I hope that this one is a... I I hope that it's not as one-sided as I think it's going to be. But with Champion versus Challenger, I'm fairly certain that Challenger is going to be way more people joining that side than Champion. Because everyone wants to root for the underdog. Challenging Nintendo system ever. Ready? Let's do it. The new Power Pad. It's only available in Nintendo's new Power Set. Now you're playing with body power. You've got to run, jump, faster, higher. The Nintendo Power Pad puts you in total control. You are the game. You are the power. Now you're playing with power, body power. You get the Power Pad, Control Deck, Zapper, and three games only in Nintendo's exciting new Power Set. On January 26th, Nintendo of Europe tweeted that we're going to be getting an update to Xenoblade Chronicles 2. This will be version 1.3.0. And this is going to introduce uh, a new second playthrough of the game, uh, basically a new game plus mode, which is very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm liking that kind of thing. If you didn't already think that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was a massive game that I honestly don't think I will ever finish because it's just so it's so huge. It's just massive. And uh, I've got a lot of hours in that game already and I'm nowhere near the end. Uh, well, coming mid-February, the end is going to get a lot further away because they're going to be having uh, this new game plus mode. So for those of you that have actually... Uh, finished the game I hope you didn't trade it in yet because you're going to get to play it a whole new time and there's no information about what exactly this means but most of the time a new new game plus mode um, means that the challenge is higher it's going to be more difficult my guess it's a JRPG so you'll probably have to grind more in order to overcome bosses and things like that but there might be better rewards in it for you. Maybe there'll be some certain blades that are exclusive to the new game plus mode. I don't know, but it sounds cool. And if you've already finished the game, make sure you hang on to that because in just a couple of weeks, you're going to have more to do as if we didn't already have enough to do. And it's a free software update. So you didn't even have to buy the uh, the season pass or whatever it is that they decided to call it. It's a free software update. So you're going to get this new game plus mode for free. Power glove. Everything else is child's play. And our last news story for today is that Pokemon Crystal is here for the virtual console for 3DS. So if you really wanted to play it, there you go. Now you can. But where is virtual console for the Switch? I, I like I did. This is just driving me bananas. 
Nintendo keeps putting out these virtual console games and they still have not told us if virtual console will be coming to the Switch at all. And if it does, will we have to rebuy everything that we bought for the 3DS? So if you buy Pokemon Crystal Virtual Console for 3DS, will you get it when Virtual Console comes to the Switch? Will all of the games that are running currently on the 3DS and the Wii U, will they be available for you to buy on the Switch? And we still don't know. And this is a question that is driving me crazy. And the more I think about it, the more I will I have to say is that if we don't get the games that we've already purchased for the 3DS, like because those are linked to our, our Nintendo accounts now, uh, Nintendo made that change to the Nintendo account thing so that the, so that your your the games that you've purchased are linked to your account. If those don't transfer to the Switch when Virtual Console comes, if Virtual Console comes, then I will not be buying any Virtual Console games for the Switch. Of course, I say that now. I don't know if I can stick to my guns, but don't tell Nintendo that. Don't tell Nintendo that. Um, how about you guys? Do we think? that Nintendo is going to let us keep the games that we've bought for other platforms on the Switch if the Virtual Console ever makes it. I'm curious as to what you guys think about that. I'm really worried that they won't. Nintendo, it's for breakfast now! Nintendo, it's the cereal! Wow! Nintendo, Since the last time I recorded, I've been playing a lot of Darkest Dungeon on my Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm working on getting my review done for that game. Man, that game is awesome. Uh, spoilers for the review. I really like this game. I'm having a blast with it, and I've been playing it pretty much nonstop. And uh, I streamed a little bit of it over at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And we were, I was naming the characters that I was uh, hiring after uh, chatters. And then promptly getting them killed. I felt a little bad about that, but only a little bad. Uh, because the game's incredibly hard. This is one of those games that I don't think I'll ever finish. I'm going to try, but it's way, like the, the difficulty level is really up there. And, you know, one wrong move and I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who, when I'm playing this game, I always stay a little bit longer than I should. Like I should retreat and I don't, and it gets my entire party killed. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. So I've been playing a lot of darkest dungeon. Uh, another game that I've been playing is super one more jump. I finished my review for it. I'm not sure if I had finished the review before or after last episode. Uh, so I'm just going to mention it real quick. Uh, overall, I'd say it's a really fun game. And if you avoid it just because it started out as a mobile game, that's, that's not being fair to the game because it's really, really fun, especially if you like a fast paced uh, platformer, uh, you'll be happy having this game just sitting there on your Switch. So whenever you have a couple of quick minutes to kill, you can open up Super One More Jump and have a lot of fun with it. 
And I think that $7 for the game is an absolute steal. Uh, But if you want to watch my whole review, just make sure you click on the link in the show notes or just go to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp and you can watch the full review. Um, Make sure you do all the things that you do once you get to the YouTube channel. You know, the the YouTube things. Uh, Anyway... Uh, No lightning round today. That's all the time that we have. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, uh, no, I did not say Super Run Jump. It's Super One More Jump. I think that they could have definitely named the the, the game better, but that's not my fault. There's also another game that that sounds like my name. Um, It's, um, oh God, Run Gun Jump Gun or something like that. Uh, But anyway, that's beside the point. All right. Back to the outro. Uh, That's all the time that we have. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you want discussed, let me know. If you're looking for ways to support the show, you can just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash support. Uh, Once you're there, you'll find links to uh, my wife's Etsy shop, which is currently on vacation because we've got a lot of stuff going on around the house here. Uh, But just favorite the shop and then you can uh, make orders later on. Uh, You can find the link to my Patreon there. And of course, you can find my Amazon affiliate link there as well. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Special thanks to Tom Winter for uh, the Gerudo Valley music that you're about to hear. And um, Note Block for the Balloon Trip music that you heard way back at the beginning. I'm out of here. I'll see you next time. And oh, speaking of next time, just a reminder, next Saturday... There won't be a live show. It'll only be uh, pre-recorded, and I don't know when I'm going to get to that, so we'll see what happens. Bye-bye. Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audio books and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show.